And hello, welcome. Welcome, welcome. my friend. Welcome to the machine. <laughs> welcome to the bus stop nerd. I was gonna sit nerd before, that was my other You one. keep saying this, keep, this is the second is time like, you've nearly messed up. I acting like a man stepping press. out on his yeah, Exactly, yeah, yeah, and then you slip up. Like at a dinner table, like yeah. J J J J like you know, it's not a good, not a good look. It's like calling another woman's name during sex. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's unforgivable. Yeah, uh, but no, this is the bus stop nerds uh, with with my 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 buddy uh, Jerry. Uh, I'm gonna let you do the intro first. The first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After you just shamed me for not even remembering it. <laughs> anyway, it's Jerry the Bear with the lustrous hair, no care nor fair, but still highly debonair. And I could be anywhere, but I'm glad to be here live. This is it, the first, uh, the first, not quite live, but <laughs> in person. We're not live on air. Yeah, this is uh, the first in-person podcast that we're doing because every single time that we have tried to record this before, we've been hit by the curse of Zoom. Uh, the curse yeah. of Zoom. I don't mean Professor Zoom from The Flash. I mean just <laughs> Zoom, the site, because it just does not let us record. It's just all these latency issues, yeah. all this buffering. Like, I, I talk, and then at some point, we sound like Daft Punk members. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I'm now here at, uh, at Jerry's Lair, and... <laughs> But the host it's the and cave. It's, 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 bears yeah, live in caves. We're in the man cave, you know? And we are, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, very, it's, it's not very... Uh, it's very cavey, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, which it's only just doesn't really help all the people who still like presume that you and I are in a relationship. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we're just locked away in yeah. a room. Came to your house, you have a bunch yeah. of girls in your house, and then I decided Don't to just even call come me in, out. and we just no, lock no, ourselves no, in no, a room no. together <laughs> for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I think we really got to finish the podcast quick now, because otherwise do. it's going to be For like sure. suspicious. <laughs> but um, I am, as always, your host. You recognize the sweet, dulcet tones of the Rubik's oh, wow. Cuban, the Cuban Missile Crisis, Lord Nerd of House Nerd, King of the Andalites and the First Names, the Man of the Hour with the Black Panther Power, saucy and sweet and sour, all the flavors. And what a week. Boy. What a week, what a week. Between the failed attempts to record and yes. all the stuff that's come out. Yeah. And we'll, let's waste no time, cut right to the chase. <laughs> Motherfucking Invincible. Motherfucking Invincible. Title, title card. <laughs> Completely red. Title Completely card splotted. Like, bludgeoned. It's, and it's dark. It's a deep red hue of of blood. It's not, it's not your, you know, fake squibs that you use in the movies. <laughs> I gotta say, um, I, I, I want to start with like a, a clear introduction about Invincible. If you've not listened to the pod before today, if you've not been on Twitter on Friday, on Invincible Fridays as they called it, mm -hmm. uh, you probably would, not, would have missed that there is this uh, uh, animated show premiering on Amazon called Invincible. And it is based on a comic book of the same name, created by Robert Kirkman, who you would know of Walking Dead shame, uh, shame, fame. Thanks. Walking Dead fame, um, not a shame. Um, <laughs> he is the writer, creator, and producer of the Walking Dead comic and the TV show. Mm. And if there's one key signature style that both shows have, is that there's a lot of guts. Oh my and god! And there's a lot of blood. My god! That I messaged you. I messaged you when I was watching one of the scenes, and I was like, I just watched X Y Z, and that was unsettling. Yeah. Like actually unsettling 
for me to watch. And I, I throw away like people's body parts for a living. <laughs> so it's nothing that usually and I mean, remember again, this is a car not a cartoon, not like, you know, to make it sound childish, but it's mm-hmm. animated. Yeah. So for, for that kind of for that level of gore to get to me, I think <laughs> this is definitely a warning for um, you know, anyone who has any kind of phobias or anything like that. A lot of guts. Yeah, if you're if you're episode. queasy if you're queasy and you figure, yeah, like live action gore, yeah, it's probably too much for you. Then this is this is gonna be a lot. And one thing that also helps immerse you in that is the the voice acting because, mm. like, when someone gets hit in the guts and like you can hear a rib crack and they scream, you believe that. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's it's not any fake kind of like okay, let's do that again. Like you know, it's visceral, it's guttural. Yeah, I gotta say the production value on this is great. And speaking about the blood. Um, especially starting to this episode, we're gonna do a quick recap of where we're at and how we got here. But I want to know, especially starting on this episode, at the very beginning, there's that scene where uh, the immortal, as he's cut down, there's a shot of like the grass as his body falls, yes. and it's just like this rain splatter yeah. of blood that just falls very artfully over the leaves and just soaks yes. them red. Yeah. Before the immortal's body comes down. Yeah. But like, how do we get to this like invincible episode that is just so gory? They explain why what we're talking about. We have no concept. And I gotta say, if you've not watched this, spoiler alert, stop, watch the show, come back. Yeah. Cut to the next parts. But <laughs> this segment is gonna be whole spoilery, it's gonna be all out raw. Yeah. yeah. As the show is. As the show is, where we're gonna be talking about it, because we, we can't just speak in um in <laughs> In, in code, code. Yeah, yeah. We, we got we got to mention what's going on here so invincible as it is a story about mark grayson mm-hmm. and he is a viltrumite as, as his father mm-hmm. very much like a kryptonian in superman terms yeah. similar powers yeah. just minus the heat vision and the x-ray vision yeah but still powerful as ever as his powers manifest uh his father takes him under his wings and much of the story is through the father and son relationship between Nolan and Mark, and Mark living up to the legacy of, of, of Nolan as Invincible, uh, Nolan as Omni-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but very early on in the very first episode, Nolan killed the top superheroes of the world. Mm-hmm. And throughout the show has been a sort of detective act to see uh, not just why Nolan did it, but as everyone has been trying to figure out who it was that killed the, the Guardians. Yeah. And this is something that, having read the book, I was very confused as to why I got to that, that approach because... Yeah, you told me that the order of like him being revealed and the whole hunt for him and everything is completely flipped in the comics. Yes. Yeah. Because, uh, listener, if you've watched that show, <clears throat> consider the confrontation that we have, except that is the first time that we're seeing that, Mar- that Nolan killed the Guardians and all right. these things. Well, we saw that he killed the Guardians before. Mm-hmm. But at that moment, like, no one else suspected. No one else knew. It was just kind of a thing where the Guardians got killed. Omni-Man is the only one that survived. And at that moment, everything was revealed all at once. Here, it was a slow build-up. And I question whether that was the best route to take. Mm-hmm. But seeing this episode, how it all came out, it was definitely well, yes. well done. Yeah. Well crafted. The, I think the audience, like, it helped the audience kind of build up a huge distrust and general dislike for Nolan from episode one Mm. and how like he 
he was kind of like a sleeper agent. Like you got that that feeling from him mm-hmm. anyway. Like now in the final episode, you realize he was literally a sleeper agent. But like you got that weird. He's very of, much walk. Yes, he was very yeah. much a walk agent. Like that, he knew what he was doing. That weird. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm I'm confusing. Not sleeper agent. Yeah. Um, a double agent. Yeah, double yeah. agent. That's the word. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you as the audience, you and you see how what lengths he goes to to threaten others and <clears throat> and intimidate and. I mean, just straight up murder also. Mm-hmm. You get a good hefty set of that, of him murdering people. And I think it builds up really well to the finale mm-hmm. where it's just an all-out brawl. And they, I was surprised that they held that like that action scene so long and it was so gripping mm-hmm. still to just see. And I mean, like, have considered that and then consider Man of Steel mm-hmm. where you have... To basically the exact same thing, not necessarily the same uh, relationship, but it's two people from two you invulnerable know. people. Yeah, I mean, we discussed this before. Like yeah. you have two invulnerable people just smashing, just crashing mashing, through Yeah. What is the appeal other than just a, a fight scene? Because yeah. after a while, it gets it gets it, it, it wears on you, and it's like it it reminds me. Well, I just thought of that. It's like. If you're, if you're playing Street Fighter, but your health just never goes down, <laughs> yes. what's the point in sitting down? You wouldn't want exactly. to play that game. Sit down and just... Yeah, the combos might be cool to watch or whatever, but there's no point because there's no... There's no There's no winner. There's end. no loser. They're just yeah. like mashing each other. But here, here there was a clear winner because Mark was clearly Mark was outmatched. Clearly outmatched. Wasted. I don't know what he kept trying. I would have stopped. I would have I given up. I would have betrayed all of Earth. And I was <laughs> sorry, guys. This would be the last morals, episode. This would be the last episode of the podcast. I thank God, off to Viltrum. Thank God, this man is not invincible. <laughs> we'd, we'd all been, we'd all been like castle. I'm sorry, man. I would, I don't want to take that kind of beating. We, I, we, I, he heals fast, but still, he heal, I mean, that, that shit hurts. That healing it fast enough. No, I mean, but uh, two weeks. <laughs> it's. Uh, I thought it was very well done because you saw the conflict between Mark not wanting to fight his father, and. Like, his father going, like, I'm not going to stop. Because when he first squared up, it wasn't like... You have to wonder, like, was it fear or was it just hurt? Because he was crying. Yes. Ready to fight his own dad and, like, tears falling down his face. He didn't He's believe like, what yeah. he was seeing at first. I he thought was that like, was you got to so... be my control. Yeah. You can't be doing this on your own. Yeah. And and that, I think, is where... I Credit to Steven Yeun. Uh, oh, yes. Academy Award-nominated um, actor. Like, this man is... He just... Always hits. Always hits. Like has not has has never missed. Yeah. And clearly, again, back in the Robert Kirkman fold, because mm-hmm. he was uh, cast yes, as Glenn yeah, in, right, in Walking yeah. Dead. I remember uh, not liking him very much. You didn't like you didn't like Glenn? Not really. I thought he was too much of a suck up to um, boss her face. Maggie. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, also Maggie. just didn't like Maggie. That's his love, man. <laughs> but uh, I think it was a very incredible performance from both J.K. Simmons and, oh, and Stephen. Oh yeah, Young. and J.K. Simmons is perfect. Perfect, perfect. He has that kind of like dominating voice. Like he doesn't have to shout. Yo, listen. He doesn't have to shout. He can I, just whisper, and you you fucking piss your pants. Oh, what he does shout. Yeah, that's you it. Wanna, you you know, like, your life flashes before you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like it, it's kind of been the thing because I always saw Jacob Simmons, you know, like Jonah Jameson. Yeah, that's he's kind of way like com- comedic and right. stuff. But that's kind of why he was range. cast in this role because mm-hmm. it's a running joke that. Uh, Omni Man looks like J. Jonah Jameson. Okay. And yeah. he was modeled, his character was modeled after J. Jonah Jameson. So they got the guy who right. acted as J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons, right. to perfect. voice Omni Man. But if you ever saw the movie at Whiplash. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. scene where he was like, when yeah. he had the man, like, Andrew, like, are you rushing or are you dragging? Yeah. Two, three, four. Rushing or dragging? Rushing. So you do know the difference. 
If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will fuck you like a pig. Now, are you a rusher or are you a dragger or are you going to be on my fucking time? I'm going to be on your time. And I mean, Whiplash yeah, is a Whiplash is a drama film about Whiplash a kid. Is a, <laughs> it's is a an drama. abuse. It's an abuse documentary. It's, it's a, a teacher's abuse film. Uh, yeah, right? it's a snuff film. It's a drama about this abusive teacher played by J.K. Simmons. And he got jacked for that role. He got jacked yeah. for a dramatic role. Yes. He had to play a teacher. And like, he just, and he, every moment when he looked at you, he screamed at, yeah. at the cast. He looked like, good lord. Like people, people are out here exercising and going to the gym and stuff to be Listen. Captain America and, and stuff like that. And like J.K. Simmons is like, no, I got to get pumped so I can freak out. Yeah. You just get a pump so he can yell at you and yeah. be like, do something about it. Yeah. Uh, but like from that, from watching that reminded me so much of Whiplash and his character in Whiplash. Because yeah. he was just fucking scary. Yeah. It was sure. like from the moment he said, this, like, you know, your mother, like, you know, she's like a, Ooh, she's a, like pet. a pet to me. That was like, brazenness. shit. Yeah. And again, credit to the adaptation. This is stuff that I had read from the story. story. Yeah. But like seeing it actually play out. Yeah. Was yeah. this like, it was like another level of hurt. Yeah, I, I, that, that whole speech that he gave him, and he really, man, that, that point when he was bashing him into the, oh. the, the mountain, and just, this was like, this is what I mean, this was just painful for me to yeah. watch, because it just, it didn't stop, he didn't stop, he put him through a train, he smashed him into a mountain, and the avalanche came down, he didn't care, and then just as, like, he's starting to just have treated a him sliver, like a Like a, like a, like like a, a rag doll, yeah. I then was like, I don't, I would, I just make another son. Like, you just, yes, he fucking just said that. Like, I'll just make another one. Because humanity, like, humanity's existence to him is just a blip yeah. in his life. And it was so interesting to, like, see the walls break down mm -hmm. and him just completely right. not care. But he, he did have a sliver of humanity uh in that scene when he was thinking about mark um and with his little boy yeah, yeah right and he and then he kind of like like started melting a little bit you know right. and he was like why did you make me do this right it's kind of like he he just wanted mark to just go with him he it was a little bit of him just not wanting mm -hmm. to cause any more destruction and then just like that because he's a cycle it was right. just boom <laughs> back to boom just gone that's you it. You think instead of much of that was like Viltrumite indoctrination, all this like survival of the fittest, he saw yeah. his sons as this weak thing. So he's like, well, you're, you're worth nothing to me. Yeah. And it was just kind of that thing where I think like when, when Mars said to him, like at the end, like I have you. And to him, it's like, I don't think he ever saw it from that perspective. Like, yeah, I may live forever, but it doesn't mean that these people don't matter because at least I'll still have my son. You know, someone who loves yeah. me. Yeah. I also find it was funny. Um, no, not that I was laughing for this whole thing. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he had this backlash of Mark, you know, little boy, two front teeth missing. Yeah. After he punched him and knocked off his two front teeth. Yeah. A flashback. He said <laughs> yeah. back. He said back. Right. Right. A, 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 a flashback. Yeah. See, it's because I'm drunk now. Yeah. Well, we should, also, but, uh, we should also say that <laughs> along with being This man like, got me drunk. Along with being This not is like, uh, only adding to more suspicion of us being locked in a room yeah. recording a podcast I brought two together. drinks in. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a bit drunk, so my, my, my speech is slurring. Um, blame, blame the guy next <laughs> to me. My sleep is sparring. My sleep. Let's say, <laughs> stop it. This is serious, okay? Right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. Had a flashback, yeah. You know, tell his two front teeth, and it had a flashback to when he was little with no two front teeth. I thought that was very. 
Oh, um, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> poetic, man. But uh, it's... Uh, yeah, to talk about like how brutal this scene was, I think if you're anyone has ever had like problems with establishing a relationship with your parents... Yeah. Ever had a falling oh, out? Oh, boy. That this is... This is that definitely... hit me <laughs> to get a little personal on the pod. Yeah, that hit me like very deeply yeah. to see those things being said, and to see that relationship play out within like a parent and a child like that. Yeah, that was very How personal you... for me. Like I actually had like a few tears coming up. Mm. To be honest. How you could just kind of see a parent that doesn't care. Yeah. Like, and you, you, you as a child, you naturally want to believe in your your mother or your father and trust them because that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be there for you they're supposed to be your your home yeah and to to kind of see like in this final episode everything was like mark got the the worst of it because everyone slowly started to realize mm -hmm. oh shit i think nolan killed the guardians yeah. and uh you know i think he might be more evil than we even thought etc mm -hmm. but mark was in the clear yeah like completely mm -hmm. throughout I, i'm pretty sure throughout, he had no suspicions none whatsoever yeah. so, so then all that this was like just a... smashed on yeah. him because everyone else hearing that speech, it was whether it was Cecil or Debbie, they kind of knew. They were like, "Damn, I, I like I knew it was bad. Maybe I didn't know it was this bad, but I knew it was bad." Yeah. But for for Mark to just see his father cut yeah. a, a man in half like a slice of pizza and just not care, <laughs> he when he was killing those soldiers. Oh yeah. He was just like, doesn't oh, matter. Oh my god. And he was like, "Where's the other one?" Oh my like, god. And like Mark was just holding on to the body <laughs> yeah. with no head. Oh, like, he, dude. He just he was just like, this is a lesson for you. Yeah. I just took the man's life just like that. I think this is the difference from when you were like adapted to the story because the story was more like he just beat him up. But here oh, okay. it was like he put him through some he, of the most traumatic situations. Teach him something. Yeah, he was like, Oh, you teach you wanna save them? We're here. I'm gonna put you in a position where you can't save anyone. Yeah. You have to watch people die. Yeah. I'm gonna use your body as a weapon. Yeah. And I'm gonna watch you kill these people and just like add to more remorse than you already feel. And that that scene with the train was so perfect. Yeah. Because like he was holding Mark up mm -hmm. as a shield, which is what Mark wants to be. Like right. he wants to be a protector, he wants mm -hmm. to be a hero. And it's it's interesting to me, he was holding him up as a shield, so he was kinda like, Here, is this what you want? Yeah. Let me show you what's gonna happen if you attempt to, to protect, protect these, these people. people. Yeah. They'll just run into yeah, you, you can't you can't help them yeah it's like no, you, you'll endure but they will wither yeah, yeah literally that and i mean that that was the that was the scene that was very that's very deep was that's very deep. too much yeah uh but before that before that even like the the scene with the building mm -hmm. i think that was the scene i really because he was like trying trying to stop oh, this building man. and like yeah. and, and he couldn't save that little girl and her mother yeah uh, and that's the thing where it was just like that's when it really got to like the dark era because at that point it was really just like it was like spectacle they were fighting on the desert but then when they got into the civilians yeah yeah and they showed the peace they showed like the civilians just going about their day yeah just buying hot dogs on the street and, stuff. and then he just bulldozes through yeah. them on it yo entire buildings entire roads i think this is um like a actually like very visceral very real thing i think this is how you show a final climax. Oh, yeah. A final battle in a superhero story. Yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be a light show. It doesn't need to be like a mess of explosion. It mm -hmm. just needs to be like a personal, like emotional thing. And yeah. I think like on the emotional depth, like they layered it. Like, Lucas even said that Nolan was throwing punches before he even threw a punch. Yeah. Just some of the things yeah. he was saying about what he thought about Earth. Yeah. What he thought about his mother. You yeah. know, 
I think those words hurt more than the punches. Uh, in, in yeah, a sense. I think that's why eventually he just stopped uh, trying. He just yeah. kind of gave up. Like he was trying to get up, and then he he just started to break down and just take yeah. take the hits. So like the aftermath from that, like um, Nolan realizes, you know, he couldn't kill his own son. He yeah conflicted. He leaves the planet, and it's so sorry. Just I like that scene also where he was flying off like so yeah, fast yeah, yeah. that he burned off the blood yeah off of him and the suit was just clean yet again you see now that's a superman cut because mm. it is one of those things is really that because superman um his his suit mm. uh, everything that he wears is like is like involved and protected yeah how he cleans himself is that he just kind of flies out into the into space oh and then like the particles the like the heat oh, that's the particles off. i love that i've yeah. never thought of that before so i, I thought that was actually really really, really good um uh, accurate oh physics being shown. Oh yeah. yeah, but I, I, I can't. I couldn't stand when like Cecil was throwing everything at him, right? Yeah. And this, he would have the smug yeah. face, right? <laughs> he would have the smug superhero stance. Yeah. But what annoyed me most was that you're telling me you dropped 15 nukes on this man, <laughs> and his hair is still perfectly like shaped, and yeah. his 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 cape is still billowing. With prey, like yeah. the sun still glinting yeah, off yeah. his abs. Like, All he had was he, a nosebleed. Yeah, a, the world, $4 billion, $400 billion for the world's the most, most expensive, expensive nosebleed. It was like, Sickening. I, I thought that was a very cool episode. Just to show like the, Just like how, everything bats against the wall. How, how powerful Nolan was yeah. just flying through everything. And, and just like the, because the, I feel like Cecil has more humanity here than he does in the book. Okay. Like Cecil is more like Asula, like well, like damn, like I thought you were my friend, mm -hmm. you know. And Cecil like trying everything to stop him, like the teleporting, and all these things like come into a head. I thought episode seven was like a incredible. I think like those these last two episodes have been like just yeah. clear, really, really well done example of how to build up and then actually pay off on the build up. Yeah, um, I I think the um the kind of side stories of of uh the guardians of the globe and adam eve and uh mm. what's 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 uh what's his girlfriend's name mark's girlfriend amber name? amber yeah. yeah i think that was that was a nice little wrap-up too when they all robot they were sorry robot and robot yeah but when it's when one of the things that's surprising about this show that if i could say mm. i'm always so amazed at how much they can fit into one episode yeah it is an hour minutes. but like within five minutes of mm. story they can tell like a whole arc like, mind you, the episode seven began with Robot getting his clone body. Yeah. And the Mother Twins helping it. Yeah. And then there was still an entire episode of, like, um, Omni-Man fighting True. the military. Yeah. It's, it's just such an incredible, like, balance <laughs> of pacing and content and how to really, like, manage your story. Yeah. And I always thought the storytelling here was just, like, stellar. Yeah, stellar sure. in the In the episode where... Um, where the twins were doing the the body for robot mm -hmm. i have never seen two people attempt to double cross each other so many <laughs> times in like half an hour just yeah, oh you thought you thought that would do something to me well i planned for that it reminded me of that meme of sherlock and um sherlock and moriarty the, right, the right. benedict cumberbatch one where they're at the the swimming pool and they just keep <laughs> saying like oh you thought like they have like lasers pointed at each yeah. other like oh you thought that i didn't think that you would think <laughs> that I would be here with a gun. Well, that's why I brought yeah. all these children to... <laughs> oh, that Key and Peele uh, Mexican standoff video. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like... <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, like, it was... Yeah, like, that was really good. And I... I gotta say, like, aftermath of this... 
it's it's a really good way to wrap up the show. Yeah. With this like this uncertainty, but again, like we see things coming up, all the usual suspects getting ready to you know set in their turf, getting ready to continue on the on the next season. And I must say, like if you guys, for all you guys who are watching this, mm-hmm. like I'm. I have a lot of people coming to me and telling me, yo, you need to watch Invincible. And I was like, oh, 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 fam. <laughs> fam. <laughs> Only you knew. <laughs> Only you knew. I've been reading this book for years. <laughs> years. I was molded by it. Molded by it. <laughs> I was waiting for the hiatuses because like, it's an independent book. So they go on like four, five, six month hiatuses sometimes. Oh, okay. And I was there waiting. Like, All right, when's Invincible coming back? Yeah. And they're like eating up every issue as it came up. Yeah. Like the shit that's yet to come. Yeah. You all, you all ain't ready, man. You all ain't ready? I'll trust you. But I am happy to be enjoying this with you. Truly. I'm happy that you guys have found this story and that you're all enjoying it as well. For it to be called Invincible Fridays, I mean... Invincible Fridays, yeah. It's a thing. And I'm going to say the Amazon Twitter account is one of the best, best oh. run marketing accounts ever. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> it's like it's run by a fan. Like, okay. they respond to you, they chat, they post memes. Oh, nice. And they're all like, you know, it's very interactive. It's lovely. Okay. Yeah, but I do want to talk about something because, like, from episode seven, mm. a lot of people were giving my girl Amber a lot of shit. Oh, you mean because of how she? Because you know, Mark she was acting. Mark uh, admitted that he was invincible, and I guess because she didn't take him back immediately. Yeah, yeah. People, oh look at Amber, she's being, <laughs> she's being a bitch. She's, she's, she's being unreasonable. Yeah. But, let, but let's let's wrap this up. Let's yeah. let, let's talk let's, about this. Let's discuss. <laughs> let's hash this up. Let's discuss this. <laughs> I don't know how many of you, right, have ever lied to a woman, <laughs> right? I don't know how many of you have ever been a woman that has been lied to, but I think we can all agree from experiences, <laughs> if you have experienced that, that yeah. there is no way that that shit comes up with yeah. the understanding, oh, oh, yeah. that's fine, oh, I that's understand fine. you had to lie. No matter what, no, no matter what it is, if, you were, if you're off-saving the world, if you're a superhero, if you're, I don't know, any, it, it doesn't yeah. matter. The problem I mean, is like, that you lied. Like, I guess some people might say, like, men kind of throw off stuff a little easier. Yeah. But just straight up lying, like, I think that was a pretty realistic reaction. As opposed to yes. how people are usually in, like, other superhero shows where they start freaking out mm. and they're, like, worshipping the ground that they walk on. <laughs> yeah. No, you're my, you're my, not, not even best friend necessarily, you're my, you know, partner. You're her whatever. partner, yeah. And you've just been straight up lying right. to me this whole time. You're her partner that went to a college fair to look for, yeah. to build a future with her. Yeah, and then, and you're just lying to her face every time. And the the outcome of that was that you look like a dick. Exactly. Like you look like it, it was like uh, that the scene in Spider Man too when when Doc Ock busts in the bank and mm. Aunt May is like Peter, where are you going? Exactly. It's like, and he has to run off. He right? runs off. Exactly. And he looks like the the you know. Yeah, and, um, the and then like, the banker played by Jerome Kills. Like your yes, your grass yes. right. You know, was like that's quite a hero. You know, somebody attacked the bank, right? And you just tail ass. <laughs> yeah, and leave your aunt there. You're gone. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> like the thing is, right? Yeah, we we're used to these conventions where a superhero lies to everybody. Uh, reveals that he is a he was always uh, yeah, yeah I'm always I've been invincible I've been you know Superman or whatever and everybody just goes like oh that's fine yeah no, no, it it's is, okay it is understandable 
that she'll be she'll be upset. It is a reasonable response. I think people are being very unfair to Amber, <laughs> and I will not have that Amber slander. I like I like how she was just like, okay, all right, like going cool. Like this doesn't change yeah. anything. Fly this away, doesn't change anything. You still lied to me. Yeah. You didn't trust me with your secret. Yeah. Uh, I'm supposed to just what? Like, <laughs> and even if it was a case where like, all right, they weren't done. She's allowed to to feel to have that time to be angry. Yeah. To to process how she feels about it. And Mark went in there so wrong. Mark Mark went in there thinking that he had the trap card. Mm -hmm. Thinking he had the ace, obviously. He was like, yes. okay, listen. I know you're angry at me or whatever, yeah. but by the way, shoop, shoop, I'm a superhero. Yeah, they always girls mouth for a superhero. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he, she took him to town, man. Yeah. Even, even Adam Eve told him, you fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Superhero or not, you fucked up. And she told him, I told you, tell your girlfriend that you're a missing. Yeah. Like, not to wait, like, four months to do it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, this is a killer, killer season. Truly. Amazing season. And got renewed for two and three. Two before the eighth episode even aired, but, like, yeah. right, rightfully so. I tell you, man, there are some, there are, there's a lot, a lot to come. From Invincible, I don't even want to put any spoilers. I gotta say, guys, <laughs> take your time and read the book. As a person that has read the book, it yeah. is one of those very addictive stories where you will start reading an issue. You're like, all right, one more, yeah, one more, yeah, yeah, one more, one more. Then you find that you're like 15, 15 issues in. Yeah, it will not kill the the surprise having read the book because as someone that I read them, I am I've been often very surprised because they're mm -hmm. taking their own spin. Okay. On, the, uh, on these stories. Mm -hmm. So, I, all, I will always recommend people to go read those books. Check them out. Skybound Image Comics, Invincible by Robert Kirkman. But um, definitely check that book out. It is, it is insane. It is one of the most unique superhero stories of the 21st century, I will say that. Because they're around for two decades. So, yeah. <laughs> will do. And uh, we had another finale. Another finale. Yeah, another finale um, last uh, God, such a long time. So, yeah, it feels like such a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't um, really that long. But Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like uh, Black Captain Falcon. America. Captain the America. Captain America. Soldier. Winter Soldier. Let's go. Let's let, let's put some respect on uh, the man's name. I was so so happy yeah. that I did not hate that. That I did not. <laughs> I I was so glad that I didn't hate how they handled that. And I didn't hate the suit. And I didn't hate the speech that he gave. And you I didn't hate the speech. I didn't hate the speech. Okay. I thought like there. I hated the speech. I think there were cheesier speeches I've heard in that same series <laughs> that made me kind of go like, there oh, were, geez, there, I don't need to hear that. There definitely were. Yeah, there definitely were. But I feel maybe I was just maybe my eyes were just on the on the suit and the wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just kind of awestruck. The drip, the drip. The drip, yeah. <laughs> but um, I I liked it. Someone asked me when they were watching, they're like, why, why is he like. Uh, shielded up to the gills, but then his ears are just taking the breeze. And I was like, I don't know, man. They kept that from the comics, and it. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's his. Man, thing. It was a, it was a lovely Man's style. It was a lovely looking um, suit, and kudos to Bucky for getting the Wakandan wings. Oh into yes, the, yes, the, the, the bro. Pro. Bucky was the plug. Yeah. But we, we didn't get a chance to talk about episode seven, which I felt was the strongest episode mm. of the series. Because yeah. it's when we had like that little wind down. They had that confrontation with John Walker. Yes. And then Sam and Bucky went down. And there was a lot of things that happened sort of culminated. Um, and we really got to see Isaiah Walker. 
mm-hmm. uh, tell his story. Yeah. And I think that is really something because we have spoken in the previous episode where I felt like Isaiah was brought up and then he wasn't covered again. Yes, but, yeah, we were saying we really hold, or well, I didn't have faith that they could, yeah. that they could do it justice, especially like in the coming episodes after that. He really wasn't mentioned yeah. at all. I think Sam just kind of had a little freak out after he left the house, and yeah. I guess he had bigger fish to fry at the time. The mismatched pacing of the show was a bit of a problem because I felt like, how is it that we're gonna get all these things um, resolved in such a short space of time? Mm-hmm. How are we going to get the due time to these things? But I felt like episode 7 was one of the most well-placed um, mm-hmm. episodes of the series. Yeah. And as far as it relates to Isaiah, that story was just like absolutely crushing. And I think it really added a lot more thematic resonance to what was going on with Sam. And mm-hmm. the, the legacy of the shield and, and what it meant for a black man yeah. to have the shield. And his thing where he said, no one will ever want a black man to be Captain America. It yeah. felt to me so much like... All of these whiny motherfucking babies mm-hmm. who are ready to fight whenever a character is <laughs> race bent, yeah, or whenever you or have like a bent or, or gender bent, we have a black character about to play a superhero, and all of a sudden there's all these protests. Yeah, like it it, it rings true. Yeah. It why rings so true. Why can't Black Lightning white then? Huh? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Why can't Black Panther be white? Yeah, it's like, right. Why like, can't Tom Cruise play about Black Panther as he was supposed to? He's a better actor than Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all these things that, uh, and it really resonated a lot. I something like uh-huh. yeah, go ahead. Oh, I I was just saying that I didn't even think he was ever gonna Ooh. pick up the shield. This is a. Uh, as a surprising mix, like what you? Oh, put? thank you. I'm very. This proud is of really it. interesting. What you, you put? This here like, are the secrets. Here, like is coconut, Malibu coconut rum, Holy soda shit. water, and Clayton's cold tonic. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> I have to record this podcast here. <laughs> fuck Zoom. These are the perks. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Zoom. Hashtag fuck Zoom. Yeah, this is this is the uh, this is our studio for now. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm 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 making the Some claim. It's not my house, but I'm making the claim. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was just saying. I didn't think he was gonna take up the shield because. I feel like I, I, he seemed so not even hesitant. He was just kind of pushing it off and he gave yeah. it to the government. And then when he got it, I think he like gave it to Bucky or something yeah. to hold. Like it was very. And then I guess they kind of showed you that he was starting to get a little warmed up to it when they were, which to me, I have a problem with when they were doing that. We was warming up before, the shield. Before that, right. when he and Bucky were talking, having their little, having their little heart-to-heart, right, right, right. and they were bouncing it off the trees and shit. Mm. So I don't understand <laughs> how you can do that, mm-hmm. right? And then go from that, easily just chucking it, hitting, bam, 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 like a right, pinball. Right. And then the next day or whatever, when you want to be, when you want to have a superhero montage, <laughs> you suddenly don't know how to bounce it off, and it's suddenly super powerful, and you have to dodge and duck. I don't understand that. I thought well, he it's was different. It's different when you have trees to bounce it off. But he was bouncing <laughs> it off with trees in both instances. Right, right, right. Is what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense to me. So you find that he didn't seem very well trained when he was in the fight. I no, he seemed when he when he came in. Uh, in the building when mm-hmm. he like dashed in and right. started kicking ass bruh yeah for sure but i'm just saying for those like it seems strange to me like as if um if you if like the day before uh a pez match shall we say right <laughs> yeah you're you're, right to the uh, yeah <laughs> right in your brain stem <laughs> plugging in um 
Yeah, so if, like, uh, you're practicing, a, you have, like, a, a tournament or something to play right. You tomorrow. don't know how to do Super Castle. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> a little FIFA dig. All right, we get it. Ha ha. Sure. That's a different podcast. When FIFA gets Super Castle, I'll play it. <laughs> um, yeah, you're doing well. You're you're destroying with PSG. Lord knows you love to come in and, and put on that, that, what is that, scarf or whatever. Paris <laughs> This is the last time I give you drinks. Um, yeah, you, you're playing so well, practicing, and then the day comes, and suddenly you're asked. And I mean, it's possible, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't track for me. But that it's, was, it's different when you're practicing, and then when you go and do the real thing. You know. I guess sure. Yeah. I mean, that holds true for a lot of things. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, no comment. No comment. But uh, I, I do. I do like how, in that scene, they really demonstrated the weight. Of the shield, yes. Uh, when he oh, threw yeah. it and like the uh, sound, he had to like like yeah, the sound that back. it made and it came out with so much force. Yeah, yeah. And then how little by little he had to like uh, how easy Bucky was doing it. Yeah, and how he Bucky. really had to struggle with it because you know he doesn't have yes like that super which super is serum. so cool. I right. love that. I I love something about superheroes with no powers intrigues me all the time. Yeah. I love Batman. I love Iron Man. And I was like. It didn't occur to me at first, like when, in the 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 last scene, mm-hmm. when when the truck was falling, mm-hmm. in the in the last episode, sorry, right, 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 when the truck was falling, and he was holding Bucky, it up. Um, John, I think Carly was Carly dead then. No, Carly wasn't she dead. Was, yet. She was alive then. So. She was there right. about the place, mm-hmm. and this truck was about to fall and murder people. And Sam, who is just a man with wings, mind you, <laughs> is the one up there, like. Pushing, pushing and, and that's great and all, but I have seen Bucky scale a building, <laughs> and I have I know John has a serum, and he wants to be a hero too. He pulled back a truck, so you're telling me you see you but, see here here we go here's America right now, guys, right? You see a black man trying his best, struggling, right? This is a real metaphor. You see a black man struggling, and I'm sorry to say it, but it was a bunch of white people on the ground looking up, not doing anything. That's all. I think that was very poetic. Ah, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, I can't, I can't argue with that. Yeah. It's, um... This is a nice but, drink. Um, this is a nice like, drink mix. This is a really good fucking drink. <laughs> this shit is tasty, baby. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't disagree with that. I yeah. do, I do find, like, you know, Sam is very much like, like Iron Man. He has a suit. Right, that I was yeah. Play. And now he has vibranium wings. So, come Sick. on. Like that, and it's cool when he was um, in that standoff with the guy in the helicopter, and the mm-hmm. helicopter fell, and he just like folded the Yo, wings and it just bounced off the I screamed. I screamed I was like, when I heard when I shit. when I saw that, and the people that I was watching with like didn't understand. They were like, "What's happening? What's wrong?" I'm like, "Did you run that shit back? Did you see that wasn't the fucking wings, dog? That was the shield. That was the shield that he just like." Firstly, he's got to have the back strength. It was the wings too, though. It was the he put yeah. both over, but spe- yeah. it was the shield that is specifically hit. Yeah. It was wings and then shield on top. That's but it. I mean, that 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 looked like a toy helicopter. Yeah, that shit just like <laughs> it refracted. Like it didn't quite bounce off, but it was just yeah. like, oh, sorry, can't yeah. go here. Let me just let me just move out of your no, way. No sir. access. Yeah. Like what is vibranium? Even? What's what like, I say? Bro. What is vibranium? That's, That's what what I was saying. Like when Wolverine comes into oh. the MCU. Uh-huh. He's not really gonna be much shit. Like, he, he's no. gonna have to have vibranium. No, yeah. He's gonna, gonna have to have vibranium nice. like 
uh, clause because what is adamantium at this point? That's paper. There is so much vibranium in the MCU. Yeah. That he ain't really gonna. He's not gonna cut it. Bucky's gonna laugh at him. Yeah, bro. This, <laughs> Truly, <laughs> Bucky only has like that half, just that one arm, and no. that's that he's gonna laugh at him. But sure. it's um, it's the last episode I thought was like a bit. Again, talk about the pacing. Episode seven was like very well paced. I felt like episode eight was really rushed. Yeah. It had the feeling of a show that I guess, again, you could tell it was made during the pandemic. Mm, yeah. Um, there was a lot of like, let's get this done. Let's get it like wrapped up. Mm. And there were, there were a few things that I, I felt to me weren't as well described as if, or as well detailed mm -hmm. and followed through unless we had like a full episode to do that. Yeah. Um, now, politically, because this is a very political show. <laughs> there are a few things I, I, I you're always I, the one that brings up politics by hey the way. man listen I, 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 that's always you I, 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 I have to be true to me I voted for Obama <laughs> that's, yeah, my, voted that's from, my two uh, cents with, with a VPN yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was sponsored by NordVPN NordVPN <laughs> best with a cheat in an election uh, I mean if the Russians could do it Oh, but geez. um <laughs> you are getting involved but, but uh, let's go but like, I've always felt like, and uh, we discussed this in a previous episode, the politics of this show are a bit on, they're defined, but they're a bit, they don't really have the range yeah. uh, as well. It, it's very much haphazard, like they're trying what they can. Yeah. I was very annoyed with the treatment of John Walker. Same. I'm there with you. I, I hated it. This ain't a motherfucker that, Absolutely that deserves redemption. hated it. It was so... He just decided, oh, maybe I should help these people. Right. Maybe I should just pull back this truck. And they were playing They were playing the same kind of, like, not the same exact track, obviously. Triumphant but music. The same triumphant music yeah. that they had when my boy Cap caught fucking yeah. Yalnir. No, that was disrespectful. As a, oh, but he murdered a, a guy who was In just looking blood. for like, a refuge. Good lord. But, you know, he saved these rich senators, so now he's a good man. Fuck that. And he's now, a good and man. Bucky, Bucky and Cat and uh, Cat, I'll call him Cat. Yeah. Bucky and, and Cat Falcon, who saw that, are now somehow like they're bros and they're walking out like. I have more respect for Bucky when he man was like, when he was, man quote Abe Lincoln quote me. No. I was like, what? When he quote Abe Lincoln quote. And then, like, no, I mean, I thought it was this kind because, I mean, Abe Lincoln was the motherfucker that, what, like, he didn't well, want to free the slaves, but he freed them because, like, it's not economic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, let's be honest. If 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 Lincoln could have kept slave slavery going, right. he would have kept it going. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just not economically viable. Yeah. this motherfucker quote a Lincoln quote. Well, I guess it works then. It I works. I, I went Bucky it was like, it doesn't work when you say it. And yeah. I was like, I respect Bucky so yeah. much because Bucky kept it real. Yeah, throughout the whole show. But I this motherfucker, right? <laughs> I want to say that like, this shit annoyed me, and it is so much because I I liken John Walker to one of those killer cops. Yeah, they murder sure. people in cold blood in public daylight in front of cameras, and then they just go, they they just get paid leave yeah. at best, yeah. and then they just find a redemption. Which art. is literally what he got. He got exactly. paid leave. <laughs> that pissed me. And then and he just he got, got another job. job. No, that he's got another job. Whole, and that man is still dead. He Listen, didn't get another life. That pissed me off so much. I was like, this is nonsense, we This is where like, this show feels for me. Like, John Walker deserves but, nothing. But at the same time, I, th I mean, maybe we're giving it too much credit, but at the same time, this is very pertinent right now. This is very like it this is. is exactly what's happening right now. It's happening, but here's the thing. But here's why I don't give them credit mm -hmm. because, like, I read a few interviews afterwards, mm -hmm. and the showrunner said the point was to redeem John Walker. 
to show that he was just was he was just used by the military. Wow. You know, like he 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 made a mistake, and I said, like, no, no, this man never paid for the consequences of of no. what he did. No, he never paid for the consequences of it. Yet you have Carly, another yeah. woman of color. Yes, yeah. Who dies for what? Trying to give people a place <laughs> to live. Yeah. So Carly gets no redemption, but John Walker yeah. does. That is what annoyed the fuck out of me when I watched this. I was like, are you serious? It left such a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Just seeing that how that unfolded. Not only that, but like if you look at just super soldiers who have done wrong, right? And in their own way, they kind of didn't know they were doing wrong. So Bucky, Bucky, you know, he was straight up mind controlled and he had to atone for that. At the yeah. end of the last episode, he told... Uh, the, the old, the old fellow, the old guy about his, yes, um, sure, his son, and, yeah. and he's had to atone and and go back in his book and take off those things right. as well. In Winter Soldier, Cap straight up realized, oh shit, I've been dealing on the wrong side. Mm. I didn't even fucking realize that, and he's paid a price in Winter right. Soldier as well. Carly, Super Soldier, paid a fucking price with her life, but somehow John Walker, the human, mind you, he wasn't trapped in ice. He didn't. He, I like he was a soldier, yes, right. But he just stabbed himself selfishly with the super soldier serum, yeah. right. And somehow we're supposed to give him full pardon all of a sudden because he pulled back a truck. And then how they try to play that off as if oh he did that because Lamar died. Listen, that scene, please. That whole scene when he talked about oh, so you don't think Lamar's life mattered? Yeah, I, I I'm I'm a completionist by nature. <laughs> if I start a show, I finish it. Yeah. If I would let you for tell you, at that moment, I didn't want to just click, like stop and delete that whole fucking file. That pissed me off. Like you do not have the right to be saying that. Yeah. That was just so clear. Yeah. So clearly allude. No one, you know exactly what they're alluding to. Yeah. You don't think Lamar's life mattered? I was like, fuck you. And you know what? You don't get to say that. You really don't. You don't get to allude to that at all. What? What? The sense that I got right from John and this connection with Lamar, because they kept trying to push this like. Oh no, this white boy lost his black friend. He, he's really, he's really it's hurt. Like but you know, listen to me, you know John Walker is racist. And I feel listen. like, I feel like Lamar came onto the team and he was Lamar like, oh, this is one of the good Republican. ones. Yeah, you right? Know? He's yeah. like, oh, this is one of the good ones. Okay, I'm not giving him any props for saying the Abe Lincoln quotes or talking about yeah. any kind of lives matter. Because I know deep down inside, John Walker is a racist. That's you know, my hot you know, take. You know Lamar is totally black guy that goes there, well, if they just comply with the yeah, laws, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, if he had just like like not reached into his own glove compartment for you know, the for, license and registration, or, or for the comb that's in his pocket, right? You know, like, yeah, you know, he, it was a very, it shot. was a big comb and it was a dark night. Yeah, so yeah, he's definitely one of those. So I don't, I don't. They're playing this. Um, oh no, he lost his black friend and he's sad. Therefore, he likes black people. Therefore, he's not. No, fuck that he's nigga. Not racist. Me no. <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna smooth over that one. That one might not make it. <laughs> not Lamar, I mean John Walker. But um, but um, I was very annoyed with how Carly's resolution happened. She just died very blunt. And again, yeah, Carly was not wrong. No, she everything went that about Carly it the did, way. she went about it the wrong way. But it, it just feels like one of those things that were just like out of character. I don't yeah. like when characters act out of character to fill a narrative. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like, oh, God, the plot has to go a certain way. So now we're going to make this character act in a way that has been completely different to what they've been acting. Yeah, acting. because writing. Because right. that's what we want. In the in the scene where she uh, she called Sam's sister mm-hmm. and, like, threatened her, it felt to me like she, like, it was, like, 
her first time calling. Yeah. It felt like she was like, I don't necessarily want to do this. Like she, she was dedicated to her cause. She she didn't like doing that. No, she was dedicated to cause and she realized she had to, she had to stand by what she was telling her Mm -hmm. foot soldiers basically like no retreat, no surrender. We go all out. So she was doing this. She was threatening these people. She, she, you know, blew up the whatever, the, that building. But I feel like she still had a sliver of hope. Sam, Sam brought that out of her. But then like, you I can think. see that throw that she was conflicted with the steps that she had to take. Yes. Because she felt she was goal. already in too deep. Right. There's she no, felt, she, she felt like, I'm too deep, clean. I can't stop. Yeah. She felt like the, like yes. she was being conflicted. And she's just a teenager. Mm. She's a teenager doing what she thinks is right. For people, she was a teen. Uh, and what she's doing, she was she's a teen. teen. Well, in the story, she's a teen. Oh, okay. Um, maybe like twenty-one. I'm. The actress, is, I think, is twenty-two years old. Right. But she's a teenage girl, and you look at these these things, and it's like, yeah, how does a teenage girl get no benefit? But this yeah. grown-ass man who should know better. Yes. Murdered a who man has... in cold blood has a whole redemption art like that. Yeah. Piss me off. Yeah. I know. You say you like the the um and the ending. Sam's yeah. Just, sorry, just yeah. to add on to what you were saying there. This is also a man, John Walker, who has, his life has been killing people, not to make it so so blunt, but killing people without remorse and killing people without, uh, you know, estate, like sanctioned murder. Estate sanctioned murder. Yeah, That's what right? Is. So now it's kind of like, he's just like, all right, let me, he, he has no idea of the real world at yeah. all. You can't just do this and have because he, I feel like he still feels like a soldier. He, he feels has, like he's still a He world. has the stars and stripes yeah. on him, and he's like, "I'm doing this for America." Mm-hmm. Uncle Sam told me to do this, right? And and the shitty thing is, he got away with it still, exactly. even though he's not he's not in a war. And that's not a reason. It wasn't self defense. It's, not a, it's not a reason anyway. Oh, the military used me. That's not a reason. Yeah, because get because because guess who was a part of the military and did not <laughs> turn out to be a fucking villain. Yeah. <laughs> Speech. Sam's speech. Sam's speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I was saying, didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I really, I thought I would, and as the more words he said, the more I felt like, you know, the cringe was coming. Like I was yeah. like, he's gonna say something, like you know, and all and Black Lives Matter, and look yeah, at the camera yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. smile, and the shield would glint, and all so would his teeth, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But I, I believe what he said, and he, I mean, this whole show is just a, a, a mirror to America right now. Mm-hmm. But I, I think in his speech, it could have been a lot more over the top. It could have been a lot more ham-fisted. Right. And I think they walked the line well. I believed everything he said. Mm. And how the senator... I mean, <laughs> I didn't necessarily believe the senators at the time after they had their lives like, threatened. Yeah, by basically this. I bought a displaced a bunch of people. Yeah, but uh, you know what? I, I trust this black man. Yeah, you know like, what? Come on now. This black man has wings. Right. He's different from the other ones. I'll listen to him. And they're having just a conversation as if they're in a conference room, like, right. but, but, you know, tell us how we can't, we can't do this. Our billions of dollars that we put in our yeah. son's trust fund can't do this. I don't understand. I, uh-huh. fe- I felt like it was very safe politically, mm. right? And, and, and it does have that thing that I was annoyed about how, you know, that whole thing about, you know, both sides need to listen to each other. And it's like, brother, mm. I want people to stop with the both sides thing. I know it sounds nice if you don't want to ruffle feathers. Yeah. Right? If you maybe have people on the other side that you want to maintain friendships with. But let's be honest. Like, the reasons why we, as a, 
as a people continue getting fucked, I'm going to call it capitalism. Yeah. We continue like, getting fucked. It's because of the people at the top of the, of, of the, of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. The rich people, the white supremacists, the rich people who are out there making these laws, who are using their power to stamp us out. They're the ones who are stifling us, who continue to put people in that position. Mm-hmm. In a position where the flag smashers have to basically fight for a place to live. Yeah. It is not a matter of both sides. Because they've already made their case known. Yes. And their response to that was, deaf ears, this is not good for business. We're yeah. just going to kick you out. Yeah. So it is not a matter of both sides listening to each other. There's one side that needs to listen. And it's the side that has the power. And that side never listens. That side only listens to money. Yeah. And when their money begins to fall into danger, that's when you really... I felt like it needed to be a bit more hard hit. Mm-hmm. It was very safe. It was very PG, like what would pass... Okay. Not to be too radical, yeah. not to be too controversial, but enough that anyone can look at it and say, yeah, we got to do something and then just kind of like detach from it. I want to play a slight devil's advocate though, mm. because I mean, I, I can't completely dismiss what the senators were saying. They were in business suits and when the, the camera was on them, it was the darker hue. So I knew mm. you weren't supposed to like them, <laughs> but still I, I kind of. I kind of understood it. Like, because if you go, if a, a giant purple dinosaur mm. lands from space, snaps his fingers, and then 3.5... Yeah, is he Barney? I always say that. He's a giant purple dinosaur. Barney snapped his fingers. Barney, yeah. Um, yeah, snaps his fingers. 3.5 billion Is he purple? Is he people fuchsia? Dying. Please, is please, he a fuchsia please dinosaur? Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Please. He's, he's, he's whatever he wants to be. It's 2021. Um... <laughs> Yeah, three point five billion people die, and it's not like it's not like a snip snap, and then by tomorrow they're back, and we're all celebrating. It's five years, mm-hmm. so you kind of I feel like you know uh, humanity will hold out hope for a year or two, mm-hmm. maybe, but five years, no. People started restructuring. People started being like, okay, you know what? The truth is, there's a lot of housing, there's a lot of land, there's a lot of eggs, spicy, mm-hmm. whatever, and it got. It got doled out to the people that they knew were there. Like they had, they had no idea that the Avengers were gonna bring these people back <laughs> in five years. So now, for three point five billion people mm. to come back as they were at that age, also right. in that time with that mentality, who knows what happened in five years, right? Mm. Who like technology alone moves like that in a year? And they mentioned mainly the main problem was, as they said, that there are a lot of people who came back and. <clears throat> they had no houses. I think that's something that was mentioned in um, Far From Home. Yes, Aunt, yeah. When the Aunt May came back from the snap. Yeah. And there were other people living in her house. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well. Yeah. So she had like a whole community center to help people who were displaced to find jobs. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's still going to be hard to, to put right. those people. And it's funny because it's half. Because now it's basically every person that is there now. Plus, you know, people mm. have procreated in the five years. Mm. Right? So it's even more people. And now... Every person is now twice as much of a of an economic burden, really, mm. right? Unless they get jobs, but there's nowhere to get jobs because. But but you can say there's always time where to get jobs. I mean, like if you say, all right, the population before the snap, like the world before the snap was operating at, at its own pace. Right. The world after the snap, maybe that maybe that is a case to prove like Thanos is right. Mm-hmm. Maybe the world be, be, after the snap was a bit more like resource friendly. Yeah. But when those people comes back, 
why is it that those same resources that were spared can't be used to save those to to uh, to house those other people to, to feed them to keep them like in in a, to keep them from wanting yeah why why is it that those abundant resources can no longer be like spared to use these people yeah. you know uh, we just brought the world back to the way it was but for me I, I feel like mostly how I me had a whole community center to help displace people find jobs. I don't see why senators at the highest order yes. with yeah. more money than God yeah. can't spare a little bit to, to help these individuals. <clears throat> and they didn't even see, and as Sam said, that is the part of Sam's speech I agree. Yes, it's hard, but that's kind of why you're here. That's you're here your, to figure out the hard problems. There. It's not just to say, well, this is easier. Yeah. You just let them fuck off the and then just like send them wherever. Like, it is hard. And, and I think if you really cared about these individuals, you would try to find a way. Oh. Right? The people elected them to, because they trusted them, and they trusted that they knew what they were doing, mm. and they trusted them to protect them and serve them. Mm. Like, that's why you, you have people in law enforcement. That's why you have people, assumedly, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ostensibly, in politics. Mm. Right? But it just never works out. Somehow, when you get people that have, when you elect people and you, you put them in that high high value, high order VIP kind of status, they start getting paid that much. And then it kind of just distances you. It's yeah. just the natural thing. So politics is always going to be a dirty kind of job. Wow, I'm yeah. getting political. Look at that. <laughs> wow, this you is a really good drink. You can't drink. hide it. Man. You can't hide it. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, can't, you, can't not be, you, can't, you can't ever be uh, apolitical in this world. Marvel's bringing the world. politics. Though. Hey, listen. It's always hard. been Marvel. Like, presenting yeah. the world within the real life as it is. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a that was a a tiny part of the, the whole finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kinda just went down the, the spiral there. Yeah, yeah. But it was a pretty it was a pretty important part, I think. It was pretty important. I felt like overall it wasn't I felt like my opinions in the show was very lukewarm <laughs> show. Mm. I don't think this finale did much to change that. Uh, it was very enjoyable as it is is a Marvel yeah. property. They're always yeah. very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah like to the resolutions of it Sharon is apparently oh, working boy. with someone. Oh boy. And not my girl. That's another one. Girl. Again, I always find I don't want to get political again. <laughs> I just find it weird that all the white people got retribution. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> all the white people got got jobs after being absolute fucking villains. Yes. Yeah. And the yeah. small black girl that was trying to help people got killed. Yeah. I just find that to be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And we have as it is a story with um Isaiah, you know. Now I know, I I know, I know. They meant to be like, yeah, you know, you got recognized, but they gave my boy an exhibit. Uh-huh. I back, yeah, back, oh, back, back, you're right, you're right. Back you're right. of the museum, right, right. Where I'm maybe somebody it. might accidentally step onto. Like, Hold <laughs> on, what the fuck is this? Oh, I thought this was a bathroom. I'm sorry. You got this old man with blood sugar. Can't even take you. You can't even take him to Applebee's to eat something. You got this man here sitting down. Yeah. So watch this little rinky dink monument. Is the OC good? Yeah. Oh, it's at the back of the monument. Like yeah. Half the people that come will see it, but hey. I did, did feel like it was in the back somehow. It like was at the back. It was a pretty long walk. There wasn't nobody passing there. It yeah, was only there. That's true. Can you give the brother a severance check? Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> Give him some kind of pension, something like please that. Please help him. But I, I, if I, if I know my boy Isaiah, I don't think he's going to take any free, <laughs> any free anything. I, think I mean, you should. It's reparations. It is, it is reparations. 
Uh, yeah, that cut. I, I, I felt a little weird at that cut when he was hugging Sam and he was crying and I was kind of expecting like right, right, right. more of a conversation and I was just like, Jerm! that's it. And then he went to another scene and I was like, oh, that's it? Okay. I mean, it started out nicely when I was kind of waiting for more to happen. Yeah. How Bucky come into the cookout? Yo, that was, listen, yeah. Bucky... Bucky yeah. has never. I have never more wanted to be like Bucky. Bucky yeah. rolled up, rolled up at the cookout with a potato salad, right? With a potato salad and the Starbucks for himself, and he was like, "Hello, I mean, fellow." This one, I didn't tell you know. This how you know that Bucky is down with the black folks. Because have you ever known black people to let the white person bring a potato listen, salad listen, to the cookout? That's got to be a very trusted white person. I'm sorry. I bet a potato salad tastes like shit. Because <laughs> do we know that Bucky can cook? Who we got that from? Yeah, that's true. Did Wait, hold make on. It, did Ayo make hold it for on. him? He was living in Wakanda for a good long time. Yeah, I think. but he wasn't cooking. But he uh, he had one. You told me how they one time cooking. I was like, let, let me let me hold you there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Was put, like, hold on. This shit. <laughs> she was like, hold on. Um, what does this taste like? What? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I love like he was he walked in all confident. He was um, dangling the kids by his arm yeah, yeah. and looking at. Um, <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Sam's sister. Sam's sister. Yeah, yeah like, just like, hey, tonight. hey, this could be you tonight. <laughs> I was like, hey, listen, I, I really wanted that to be a thing. <laughs> really they'll, they'll, they'll tease that. I gotta know, like, it's a very good flirting technique. What? Just... For, for all you listeners looking out there, if you, if you haven't found much love in the quarantine, <laughs> it's very simple way to introduce yourself to a girl. Here we go. Don't be too over eager, don't do too much. Just be like, hey, I'm John Doe. <laughs> Smile, wink, and that's it. That's all you gotta do. Oh, you plant that, is that seed. What you're saying? You plant that seed later on. She be like, "Hey, John, do I know you want? Don't be so over eager. You don't need to drop these very harassment like lines. Yes, yes. Just be like, "Hey, I'm also it." Here's here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. No one, none of you. I'm so sorry to say, devil's advocate. Is it because you don't look like Bucky? None of you, right? Yeah, none <laughs> of you are. A super soldier is sorry. None of you is a super soldier. And a soldier. good looking super soldier. And yeah. a good looking. You can't. You can't. Uh, you know, dangle three children from your arm while yeah. having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you can't. Yo, that that scene where he jumped out of the plane after <laughs> Sam did. I didn't understand. What I saw him jump jump out of the plane. And yeah. it, it obviously was mimicking when when Cap, Cap did it. Right. Yeah. But here's my thing. I I could five percent believe it with Cap. Because he has the shield, if he aims down, and I know the vibranium can right, spread right, the right. shot, blah, 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 he's a super soldier. Let's just figure out how he lands. Yes, right, sure. Eh, maybe. But, Bucky? Bucky, how do you spread the vibranium after you land, chop on your shoulder, on your, like, shoulder or your elbow? I don't know. you saw that. his landing was less than grace, like, he basically just, like... Yes, but but there's oh, through all the um all the branches. I feel like he would have reached terminal velocity by the time he got to the branches. Mm. So I don't think he would have been able to bounce around. He would have been a missile at that point, yeah. and he would have just become one with the dirt. He would have been street pizza. So I to ask you again now that you see you enjoy your drink. Because yes. before you said that the deal breaker with the super soldier serum was oh okay that you couldn't uh, get drunk. If you yes. could jump off a plane. Uh-huh. Better fire shoot land on your feet like a cat. Right. Would you still take it? But you can never get drunk. No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> listen to me. Here's the thing. At what point will I be able to do that? That's cool. And you know what that is? That's a party trick. Because I don't want to be. I don't want to be the government's dog, right? That's a party trick. That I. It's a kind of party trick that I'd like to pull up at a party and be like, Hey, hey, ladies. Here's what I can do. But I would have to be able to have a plane on hand to take me up with the girl or girls, ladies. Uh, up into the sky. Always in good company. And then, <laughs> always. 
and then I jump off. Either they jump off with me and watch me land, mm. or I jump off by myself and they just kind of guess. No, right. it's cool. That's not anything fair enough, that fair I. Enough. It's it's a hard sell for me to not get drunk. You gotta come <laughs> a lot harder than that. We got the drunk show done, people. Yeah. So as you can see, my voice is not yelling. We did. We did. Um, we gotta we gotta do another type yeah, of yeah. show as well. Not necessarily yeah, that's, drunk one. A Falcon and Winter Soldier <laughs> and Captain America 4 has been highlight. Yes. Hi, hi, hi. What's the word? It's been, um, it's been lit. It's been green lit. It's been green lit. Yeah, it's been green lit. Green lit. Uh, starring Anthony Mackie as Captain America. I'm so excited. interesting to see where we go from that. I'm just a bit concerned because we have the same showrunners. I'm not a big fan of these showrunners. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of what they did. It was good, but not as good as it should be. So I'm a bit concerned, but you know, it's Sam. I'm now, here for my yeah, boy. now that we can focus on Sam, I don't really care about Bucky. I'll be I honest. Like Bucky. I like Bucky. I, I like the two of them together. I do because they have a really good chemistry. Yes, but if they split of the two, I would rather be more interested in Sam. In because Sam. Bucky, yeah, for sure. I feel like Bucky just wants to live his life. Yeah. I, if I see another show with Bucky, I'll feel like I'm intruding on his private <laughs> private time. I think space. I really need to see also like Sam play more like Anthony Mackie. Oh, I love that. Me, like, what we think is through this press release, Anthony Mackie is a clown. Yes. A full clown. Sure. And one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're moving on to our um, final segment. And uh, the segment that you guys, you listener, can look to see the many different things out there in the world. Very interesting shows that we have been watching. And this is what's been giving us joy, mm-hmm. and I let my, my man Jerry start here. What's been, what's been giving you the serotonin these days? <laughs> I have absolutely fallen in love with a show called Good Girls. Oh, here we go, here we go. That's my yes. boy. Yes, this is how you know you got two holes yes, that that yes, perfectly yes. match because we didn't talk about this at all. I I, I honestly watched like episode um six city okay. of Good Girls, uh, season four. Well, yeah, like oh, season, so, four? season four. Is that, that the... Holy shit! Wait, Wait that... hold on. Isn't it only three on Netflix? It's three on Netflix, but season four is on now. Oh my god! Okay, I'm behind. You're behind. So you're... You're behind. Oh shit! You're okay, behind. I'm in. I yeah, think yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, in yeah. late two or early three. But listen, I never got into. I never got into Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Right? I started. No, I did get into it. I started it, and I think we talked about how right. I saw that. Like I kind of, I kind of stopped at that scene when Gus. Got his his face blown off. Was it Gus? What's the yeah, it was Gus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gus face blown off. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't really into it at the time, but I really got into Ozark. I love this kind of like just simple people getting sucked into this world of of drugs and <laughs> and crime for some reason. And Good Girls hits that spot because I mean I watch. I think Ozark had three seasons, and they're they're filming a four maybe. But I you know that's a hiatus, and I need my my spiraling fix. And I didn't even realize that that's what Good Girls was going to be. Because right. I saw it was uh, I saw it was a series and I was like, oh no, is it just kind of like Bad Moms? I didn't even watch <laughs> Bad Moms. But it felt like it would be kind of something very comedic like Bad Moms. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, alright, I'll watch one episode. I'll give it a chance. Listen, I watched like maybe an entire season in a day. Or a season and, and more. I was just I was just in my bed, just on my phone, one after the other, yeah. binging. It is so hard to put down it is i i feel that too because like when i first watched that it's very similar mm. as he went to visit veronica what up veronica what's up and <laughs> we were like we were saying now we, we, we were supposed to watch like marathon something and instead we started watching good girls and we watched that all in one day 
Oh yeah, and it is like it is an incredible show. Like it incredible. is just so good. The characters are so likable. Perfect. See, I felt like season match. one is a really amazing season. Yeah. And then of course we have like the gangster that all the girls love. Listen, man, um, he's a good looking man. He's I'll like, say, good looking man, Holy and he's got shit. he got moves. He's got listen he that got, little he got game, that little that little. I need to learn that that little thing where he like points his chin up and leans. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Uh, 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 Well, uh, well, you better. <laughs> and when you literally like, parts the the the. From, yeah, from, from best faith, you know. Listen, like, that point, that part. We're gonna explain what this show is. We're just <laughs> we're thirsting right now. But that point, uh, that scene. Where I just he, I just admire his skills. You know, yeah, I just yeah. look at it and it's like, damn. Like I feel like I I'm so close to being. I that want level. to. Oh, I know that I am far away, but I just want to learn anyway. <laughs> the part where he started uh, destroying the cars in mm. in the garage, and yes. he was just like, and you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking twenty. Bam! Takes off the mirror of a fucking McLaren. Or like a Ferrari or something. And then they start screaming. None of them has like acquiesced yet. Yeah. Right? So he's like, oh, okay. Takes out a window. I'm taking fucking 40 now. And he just keeps going. And listen, that line where he's like, um, he says like, take it up with HR. Yes. And they're like, who, who is it? Who is it? And he stops and he's like, uh, me. And then finishes bashing in the, head, the, the hood of the car. Bro, Rio, Rio is one of the best villains on Beautiful. TV. Beautiful. And I mean, he's one of the most likable villains. He's one of the most likable, and all the girls are thirsting for him. And he's like, I just look at him. You know what? I can't blame y'all. Like the yeah. man just got swag, swag, and he's got charisma, so and it's like he's very well done. Yeah, like amazingly, amazingly well done character. We should and, we should explain what this show's about, but we've just been going. Yeah, the show time. is about a group of girls who um, rob a the bank. Suburban moms. Yeah, they rob a supermarket. They rob a like a mini mart, basically. Yeah, they rob a mini mart. Suburban moms. They all have. They all have kids. They all have. Well, partners. Yeah. All married moms. Well, yeah. Not, not one all, of them isn't married, but they, they married, have... But they're all moms. They have ties. <laughs> yeah. And they're falling off hard financial times. They decide yeah. to rob a mini mart. And during a robbery, they find like this, like a million dollars. It was five, 500. Right. 500 was, million. Which is a big yeah, million. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. But they found all this money and it was like, well, like, we didn't expect this to be there. They took it. Yeah. Turns out that the money that they took belonged to a gangster. Yeah. In Rio. And now... They spent it all. Yes. <laughs> like all these lavish They spent things. some of it. They didn't, yeah. they didn't spend all. Because he came back pretty quickly for yeah, it. But now Rio wanted reparations. He wanted his money back. So then yeah. they ended up being um, forced to work for Rio to get all that money back. And it just became through different uh, problems and more, uh, more bad luck. They ended up pretty much trapped in this partnership with this gangster. Yes. Who, if you don't... If, if he comes if to collect, <laughs> yeah. he comes to collect, and you don't have anything at the right time, it's going to be problems. Yeah, but it's an amazing show. It's not a four season. How many seasons have you seen so far? I I can quickly go and check because it gets will. it gets like really 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 crazy. Ooh. And right now we're at season four. Don't spoil. Season three okay. was um, cut short because of the coronavirus. Oh, okay. Um, because it was during like filming that it was uh, during the mid-season finale that it got oh, it got canceled. Uh, I'm at season two, episode seven. Season so two, I still all have right. Ways to go. Season three is. I can't be, imagine what happens. Season two finale is interesting. Season three is going to be a very interesting one for you. But yeah, but mm-hmm. I'll I'll be looking forward to talking to you more about that. Nice. That show is crazy. But if you want to look for more into those uh, stories of people getting into drug life, mm-hmm. you should watch Snowfall FX. Oh, sorry. And drunk a little bit. <laughs> Snowfall FX. Now, this is a show 
that three years ago, mm-hmm. um, someone recommended this show to me. Like, um, shout out to Neil. Um, recommended this show to me. And I said, yeah, I got it. I added it to my never-ending list. I downloaded the first season last year. Oh. And it wasn't until like two weeks ago that I actually started it. So Snowfall FX is the story about the CIA Contra um, story where they sold drugs for guns um, to assist in um, the military coup in in communist countries. Mm -hmm. And how that cocaine ended up in America and then began being distributed through the the ghettos and the black communities. Okay. The story um, centers a fictional character called Franklin Say. Although, like, freeway Rick Ross, if you know that guy, the guy that Rick Ross stole, was it, who, whose identity Rick Ross stole. Really? Yeah. Rick Ross is like a rapper who took the identity of a real-life drug dealer okay. called freeway Rick Ross. Oh. And freeway Rick Ross at one time had a plug who was in the CIA. Oh. Connected to the same CIA Iran-Contra where they sold drugs, cocaine, for, for weapons. Oh, geez. And through that, he became one of the biggest drug dealers in America and one of the richest men in the world until he was incarcerated. Okay. And all of the raps that Rick Ross does, if you never knew this, all of Rick Ross' songs, Rick Ross's songs, his raps, his persona, are about is that built character? on the real-life person, Freeway Rick Ross, Whoa. who actually sued him for it and was un- un- unsuccessful oh, in suing him for, um, <laughs> I guess, identity fraud. Yeah. But... Um, Franklin Saint, um, his story is, he's a fictional character. His story is very Sounds much like a... Sounds like a GTA character. So no. Right? Yeah. Listen. Like that character from GTA by Franklin? Fra- perfect. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's written by, um, what's his name? John Singleton, mm-hmm. uh, who you would know from Boys in the Hood. Okay, yeah. Right? And it is uh, very much a Franklin's uh, character is built from... The experiences of Free Ray Ross and the experiences of John Singleton living as a young boy in Compton mm-hmm. uh, during the rise of the crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. So Franklin is this boy who started, used to just like sell weed, mm-hmm. got into the cocaine business, had the idea to, to cook it into crack rocks oh. and then sold it. And that's through that he, be, he began an empire oh. at only 19 years old. It is an incredible, incredible show. Now, mind you, season one has a bit of lulls and, and, like, and pauses mm-hmm. because it follows three different arts. The story of the CIA operative, uh, Reed. The story of these two Mexican drug cartels. Mm-hmm. And the story of Franklin C. Every single time Franklin C. is on, the, is on TV, every single time the story revolves around him, it is just an absolutely amazing show. <laughs> but when it comes to the other ones, it's a bit weaker. So make it through those first 10 episodes of season one. Okay. Right? But when you get to season two, that is one of the best, single best seasons of TV that I've seen. Ah, wow. It is amazing. I it recommend is Asian. incredible. And all of that is because due to Damson Idris. Now, you probably saw, would have seen I, Damson Idris. Yet again, someone else, uh, the ladies have been thirsty. Yeah, yeah. You, you see him now on Twitter. He's been, everyone's been thirsting over him. And a lot of that has been due to... Um, the father, Daniel Kaluuya, he just won an Oscar for Judas and a Black Messiah. The okay. two of them are very close friends. They're both British. Oh, okay, nice. And they're very close friends. And as he said once, he's um, the CEO of the Dark Skin Society, <laughs> which I will have to contest with you, sir. Ah, boy. Um, ain't, no, ain't no Dark Skin better than me. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, you gotta, but, uh, you gotta get in the box and match with him now. 
as his no, mom. No, but like I, I really love this guy's acting. Like he is just like absolutely incredible. The presence, the state of mind, how he acts. I get with people who are like veterans of the of, of acting, older than him, and he just like completely steals every scene from them. Oh, okay. But he is an incredible, incredible talent. And I know a lot of you would have seen Damson Idris, you would have thirsted over him, but listen, <laughs> give that show a watch. You gotta watch Snowfall. It's down to four seasons. Um, season four finale was down, it ended last week. Mm. I was so hooked, I saw that in like a week. Oh, nice. I was so, I could not put nice, it down. Nice, nice. I was doing like 10 episodes a season, but it is incredible, incredible, incredible. I can't speak anymore like highly of it. You gotta watch that show. Yeah. So that does is was that your time with your uh what's been giving you joy? Yeah, or, that's, that's the one yeah? that's giving me joy. Okay. That show has been I mean, I even found myself, you know, kinda of like walking down nice. looking for rocks to sell. Oh god, <laughs> okay. Sorry. I thought he was going a confidence row. I thought he was like feeling himself. I apologize. He was talking about selling drugs, that's not what I was um, endorsing. Yeah. But um Mortal Kombat came out. Right. Last week. <laughs> Been, we've been talking about it. Yeah, and it's like, a, you know, like, Mortal Kombat! Yeah, it's like, when I was a very, very young, young boy, when I first came to Barbados, I barely knew English. Mm. Like, I got a Super Nintendo borrowed from one of my mother's friends. Um, her son was going okay. away to college. Okay. So he had a Super Nintendo. His mom was like, Look, since you're gone, why don't you just lend it to Jose? Like, you know, he's just here. Yeah. You know, he's come from another country. Just give him something that he can play. And he yeah. said, Yeah, he lent it to me. I had it for like two years. Oh, nice. And, I, and there were like two games I had on it. One was like an NBA game. I guess it was like 2K at the very start. It's like a cartridge, you blow it and put it in. Oh. Okay. The other was Mortal Kombat. Can't even tell you which version. But I played it in 1999. Mortal Kombat began in 1992. And this is probably like a 90, 94, 96 version. But I used to play Mortal Kombat almost obsessively. <laughs> and I was so poor at it. Because I used to just get always get beat. Or just win by spamming one rule, one game. <laughs> but it was like at one, one moment while playing Mortal Kombat that I, I managed to do a fatality. Oh. I know we have that moment where the character's dead. Yes, just like yeah, later yeah. on, it's Wobbling. like, finish it. Yeah. And then you just, it was like with this character named Shiba. And Shiba like sucked the character in oh, no. and spit out his bones. bones? Yeah, and no, when no. I saw that little eight-year-old me saw that, <laughs> and I was like, oh my <laughs> God. Or as I was it back then, I Dios mio. I Dios mio. <laughs> but listen, like from that moment on, I'm not as ver- well-versed in Mortal Kombat now, but I have very deep ties to nostalgia of it. Mm-hmm. And like, I really w- was very interested in seeing what this Mortal Kombat was coming out because you knew 2011 Mortal Kombat. The trailer looked awesome. Did you get to see that trailer? Uh, yes, I did. I watched it after after you told me it. it yeah, yeah. There's that moment where like he slashes Scorpion. Yeah. Sub Zero slashes Scorpion. Yeah. Turns the icicle into a knife and then stabs him back. Yes. After yeah. that moment, I was like, I'm, I'm hooked. You're so... I need to see this shit. Yeah. Where what did it come out on? It came out on HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. Mine hasn't been working properly. Oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta sort that out, man. Yeah, we gotta get you on that, on that, on that journey. Yeah, but you know, Mortal Kombat is one of those video game movies that you know. Usually, they say video game movies are not good mm-hmm. because you know I we mean, we gotta compare. Them we all know about Super Mario. Super Mario Brothers. We all know about that. Shite upon and shite. not even, not even just that, but 
pixels. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We we love what burning. We love burning bridges here. What was that? And I would just like to say, fuck Adam Sandler in everything. <laughs> in everything besides Uncut Gems. That was. Oh a, yeah, that was that, that was, was a lovely, lovely, beautiful lovely movie. But I can't stand. This Resident Evil made the made the cut. For what was he in Resident Evil? No, no, for like good uh, video game movies. Um, you know what? I recently, like maybe two days ago, I watched Resident Evil, the final chapter. That mm-hmm. was, it was one of those movies where you just kind of sit back and enjoy what isn't good about it. Huh. Like, yeah. it's, it's kind of, it's entertaining how over the top some of it is and how, like some of the bad acting and stuff. But I, I will say it's a bad movie. I, the, I think I've seen worse Resident Evil movies, but right. I don't, I don't really watch a lot of them. My girlfriend... Uh, is the one that that will get me to play um, a Resident Evil game. Although I bought I bought Revelations too for for us and we played it and I'm terrible at direction. She had to lead me everywhere. <laughs> really bad. You can't you can't get me to play that shit. My friend Alex, um, hello, hello Alex, who always tries to get me to play games other than Pez. <laughs> other than can you believe that? Yeah, Disgusting. It's my it's my wife. I can't I can't do her. <laughs> But he will always um, buy me games like when they're very cheap, mm. and it's like lo- lovely guy Alex, you know, love you dude. Shout out. Um, only white man I trust. Oh my but, god! Uh, <laughs> Why? It's a joke. You, you put it's a, a whole pause on that. It's a joke. And there's even more joke. impact on it now. It's a joke. Pause. It's a joke. <laughs> but he bought me like a Resident Evil. I think it was like the remake, of the original one. Like when you go into the house, okay, and a guy goes to find his wife. Yeah. And I mainly made it like maybe like an hour into the game. Before I got freaked out, I just like, this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's very good at building up tension and, and making you feel helpless. And I mean, that third person aspect is like, it's bad, but it's good. The, the, the ammo, like, like <laughs> you have to ration your ammunition. Oh, you get ammo? I didn't even get that far. What, what game was this? It's really Which evil. Was I didn't this? get that far. It was the one where he goes to the mansion to find his wife. Uh, I really don't follow them. I know four. Everyone knows yeah, four. Yeah, it was a, it was a was remake version of it. I got I got into the house and it was a basement and it was like it was flooded mm-hmm. and I was going down there and I was playing this with headphones on, so it was very like you know very oh, okay. immersive, yes, yeah. very interactive. Nothing about VR. Oh Jesus! Christ. <laughs> Let me not talk about VR. Yeah. Me. But I went down there. It was in the water and it was the like, treading water and then like, a body came up. Oh. Just like, like a jump scare. Oh, yeah. And yeah, when yeah. that body came out, like, I was plugged in, man. I plugged <laughs> into the computer. When that happened, I jumped back on my seat, mm-hmm. pulled the, 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 the cord cable. out, okay. the aux cord out of the computer. Like, I came with the mouse. Yeah. I came with the keyboard. <laughs> the keyboard, the mouse, the aux cord, the computer, everything came with everything, me. Everything. Everything. Flying back. Around. And I said, you know what? Not for you. No. Yeah. I never played that game again. Yeah. And then it was, I, well, actually, I did play it again, but there's a point where I went to the room and it was like banging. Mm-hmm. The doors are banging. Okay. And I'm like, okay, where do I go from here? And everywhere I go, the doors are banging. As I get closer to the end of the hallway, the doors start banging louder. And I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> and I just like turned it off. <laughs> never again. Yeah. But like, bitter game movies are usually not very good. Mm-hmm. This felt like the time that we would see like a good video game movie, you know, because the, yeah. the last Mortal Kombat offering that we had was like the old, like the 90s Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Which is atrocious. Yeah. Atrocious but entertaining. Yes. Yeah. This was not atrocious, but not entertaining. <laughs> it was just there. 
Now, mind you, want to be fair. When it started, it was like a very, very like interesting. The first eight minutes of that of that movie is our like complete goal. Because mm. you have the story, the the rivalry between Sub Zero and Scorpion. And Scorpion, yeah, I know. right, which is just like epic, epic, epic stuff. Mm. But from there, it just goes into this very like boring, <laughs> overly exposition, and just like no. No sense of charm, no sense of joy of the things that made even the '90s one so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was just a very, very dull affair. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you if it kept, if it at least kept the classic vibe of the yeah. the earlier one. Because we have this character named Cole that was introduced, mm-hmm. who was supposed to be the audience avatar. Right. So you can't even say the show is for like diehard fans. Yeah. For new fans. Yeah, because they're throwing a lot of exposition. Right. But Cole basically serves the character for everyone to tell, explain what's going on. Right. So he's like, well, what's, what's Mortal Kombat? And he's like, well, you see, uh, Mortal Kombat is um, this and that. Oh, like, what's Arcana? Oh, well, you see, Arcana is... Um, what's a fatality? Oh, well, you see a fatality. See. It's like you're watching the show and there's a person next to you who's like, well, actually, um, you see that character? And it's like, yes. come on. Yeah. Like, 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 just be let quiet. Let me figure it out myself. But imagine that through the film. It is like eight minutes of like really intense story mm. and then like about an hour and a half of exposition. That then wraps up with so much fan service. Oh, okay. That by the time it gets there, yeah, you're like screaming and you're like, yeah, fatality. Yeah. And like flawless victory and all that stuff. Yeah. But by that point, it's like you took too long. I've already yeah. lost interest. Yeah, I get you. I would say it is, it is a movie that took so long to get to the, the, the fight between Sub-Zero. Me and Potatoes. And Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Because as bored, as dull as it was, as annoyed as it was, when it got to that point, when you see that that kunai with chains came oh, in oh yeah get and you heard here. that get over here yeah. and I was like oh nice. shit nice. I was like and the and Mortal Kombat scene but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like I was like this movie straight just oh my god yeah yeah. but yeah, it was just like in. what 15 minutes of joy yeah well, it's not it's not a good exchange that's life isn't it <laughs> it was it was it was such a dull affair I don't know it was a very mismatch I I wasn't pleased with how it came out Right, but I gotta say, like Sub Zero was was the man of the hour with the Black Panther power. That's uh, that's that's what it was in Mortal Kombat. I give it a more like a, a five out of ten. In, okay. in that case, it wasn't the nostalgia held you. Open. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't ask you to rush to it unless you just want to see some really cool Sub Sub Zero scenes because <laughs> he was an absolute monster. Yeah. Uh, kudos to that guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as um. Well, that's um, that's been that's been our show. It's been mm-hmm. pretty good. We we had our first drunk show. <laughs> Mind you, it took me a little while to get into the drunkenness, but um, I think I did quite well. You did. Yeah. Not not much slurring. I've been not a much, trooper. Not a lot of mistakes. But we'll words. see when I play this back. Yeah. How yeah. much shame you feel? <laughs> this is this is life as a lightweight. You gotta be very very careful. But uh, yeah, this has been this has been in, it's been fun. Like um, it has been fun. Come into the lair, uh, Justin's lair, and um, we thank you, listener, for um, always, always being there for us, always yes. giving us the the, the the views and the clicks mm-hmm. and the shares. Mm-hmm. Uh, do subscribe on Anchor, subscribe on Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Sorry, I am. That's the next. I am trying. The pot- we'll Spotify, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, it's like when you just um, <laughs> go potty on your podcast. Uh, <laughs> Subscribe to wherever you uh, listen to your podcast, wherever you follow the, the 
The bus stop nerds. The bus. The bus stop nerds. Nerds. It's I'm starting still... to take offense. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm starting to take offense. Oh, God. This is a bit the too bus much. stop nerds. Yeah. It's still going strong. Still, still sitting. <laughs> still, still, still waiting. going. Still waiting. Still waiting for um, that bus to come. So waiting for that big break. Yeah. But we're here. We're always gonna be um, ready to give you the, the lowdown on all the cool shows that's coming up. Yep. And thank you for being a part of our journey. And uh, be safe, y'all. Mm-hmm. Wear your mask, wash your hands, yeah. and don't get played. <laughs> don't get yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Any, anything else you want to add to the, to the I, I, I think you wrapped that up well. Uh, be safe, yeah. wear a mask. Don't be an asshole, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, Just be don't, cool. don't be an asshole. Think of, and don't think of punch others. your sons yes. don't to abuse a pole your sons. because they don't want to join you on your colonial <laughs> ways. You know? Like, love your, lo- love your children. Love your parents. children. That's a good. That's a good yeah. note to end on. Love that's your kids. Love your kids. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no shade. Yeah. Uh, this is in, in no way um, a personal. A personal no, not day. at all. Not at all. Uh, no. But um, thank you for joining us. This has been the Bus Stop Nerds. We'll meet you the same next time. Fucking drunk ass bitch. I am. <laughs> meet you next time. Same nerd time. Same nerd channel. <laughs>